gonna wrap this up today. I promise. I took notes. I watched the rest of the episode. Lori and I are on a time crunch. That means we spent the first 15 minutes just playing sound clips to each other, confusing the audience. This is Fighting Prince Charming. I know this isn't usually where it drops, but I didn't realize the intro was this long. Imagine I'm saying important things. Here we go. Episode 1 ends today. It's Fighting Prince Charming. Welcome to Fighting Prince Charming, a, uh, a recap show for the awful 2016 gay dating show, Finding Prince Charming. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one thirsty co-host from the Bloody Mary podcast with Marie and Laurie. I know they changed their name, but I don't remember what the new name is. Please give a tie to Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello, Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello. What's the name? It's of your Bloody name? Podcast. Oh, we just took a, out Mary. Oh, okay. The Bloody Podcast. And it's still with Maria and Lori? Uh, no, just Bloody Podcast. Oh. We're still the hosts, but now we don't have to say with Maria and Lori because there's nobody else, you know, mm-hmm. who has that name. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to, like, say, oh, it's all, this is how we differentiate. This is how we do it. Uh. Now, by the way, you've seen the rest of this Fighting Prince Charming episode, right? I have. Can I also, I just, I wanted to text you, but I, I didn't have time, but yeah. I was re-listening to the rumor mill yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one, the one we recorded yesterday. Yeah, the one yeah. we recorded yesterday. Mm-hmm. Jorge says, a pellet oh, like yeah. Apple. Oh, 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 let me turn my camera on. Let me turn my camera on. Let me turn my camera on. You have to see this. I, I, I knew, did you hear me laugh during the, on the audio? On the audio? I didn't hear you. Oh, I heard you say something like, ha, 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 but I didn't know like if that was the reason for no, it. I legit laughed when he said that. And, but I didn't want to interrupt him because I feel we were, I feel we were stepping all over him. Yeah. You know? I feel like I was interrupting him a lot. When I listened to it, I was like, oh man. Yeah. Here we go. Look, look, look. I'm going to show you my phone right now. Where's my, how come I can't mother? I don't see, you know, on video. Here we go. Oh, wait. Maybe I'm not on video. This is from like immediate. It might even be during the rumor mill. I texted a friend and I said, (laughs) Jorge pronounced a pellet Apple (laughs) 8. That was, I was listening to that and I was like, wait a second. Did he just perform? Oh, man. That was great. That was, that was made me laugh really hard and you know what and for people who don't make fun of him jorge broke a cardinal rule here's a deal with jorge i feel he like okay i'm gonna say this about jamila and about jorge you know what's so funny is i can talk all the mad shit i want on this show i'm not gonna talk mad shit on them but any about either of them or something they don't want to hear because neither one of them listens to any afterthought show okay evan's a huge afterthought fan all right he'll hear this but they don't listen to any afterthought shows. And okay. with both of them, I'm afraid of them, but for different reasons. Like, <laughs> I'm always afraid of, like, offending Jamila because I feel like she's always, like, one comment away where she says, I'm over, I don't need to do this. So that makes sense. Like, she doesn't need the show. And in the same yeah. way, I don't feel that Jorge needs the show, but I feel like he's more sensitive than she is. And so I'm always like one coming away from like hurting his feelings and he doesn't do the show anymore. <laughs> it doesn't sense? seem like you feel that way. <laughs> oh, really? 
<laughs> you say a lot of stuff. You said that thing about Jamila yesterday that I forgot, but I was like, who? Oh, about the shining the shoes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then she turned it around, so yeah, yeah. I feel like... But no, I I mean, I messed up Greta Van Susteren and Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh my God, that was so funny. I don't so know what... I, are, are we recapping our own shows right now? Yes, we are. That You want to know why? Because I'm doing what you do for Fat Camp. I don't want to talk about the show. <laughs> I'm just like... The show is so bad. Yeah. Just like, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into it. Now, I will say, I didn't finish writing a script. Like, I actually started it, and then I had to go do something and got in a fight with my parents about the Catholic Church. But, uh... So Wait, I, what? Yeah, I got in a fight with my parents about the Catholic Church. They're just crazy Catholics, and so it's just really sad. They're like... Which is so funny, because my parents are anti-Trump. Yeah. But when it comes to the Catholic Church, they're like any Trump supporter. Like, the Catholic Church can do no wrong. The yeah. government and people are attacking the Catholic Church. I'm like, um, first of all, the Catholic Church runs the Supreme Court. There are more, there's only two religions on the Supreme Court, Catholics and Jews, and there are more Catholics. All right? Yeah. Uh, also, it's the largest Christian denomination in the world. Yeah. So who's coming down on them specifically? I don't know. It got pretty. It, it got to do a pretty heated argument. Okay. I got I got tangentially involved in an argument with my dad the other day about police, but then it, it like I brought up the Catholic Church, but only briefly to make a point about police. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of the same thing. His big thing with police is like, well, you don't like them until you need them. I'm like, yeah. well, a lot of times you when you need them, they're not there. So, well, or they not, take yeah, but that doesn't <clears throat> that doesn't give them license to then run slipshod over everybody. Like, well, I, I really yeah. do think that that video from Phoenix of those cops, the way they're treating those two black people. Now, you know, they're oh, the yeah. cops are saying like, oh, well, they had other stolen merchandise in their car, and you're like, okay, let's not even say that's true, right? Conveniently, that wasn't true before, but okay, let's say it's true. Yeah, for like stolen items from uh, like a a. a, a no, it wasn't a thrift store. It was like a, like a 99 cent store, I think, right? It's like a really cheap store. Is that worth treating other human beings like that? You would think that they like robbed a bank. Yeah. And well, killed somebody. That's the thing that I, I was, that's why I brought up the Catholic Church. Because I was like, one of the things that annoys me about police is like, it's like they always say, oh, there's a few bad apples. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's say there are a few bad apples. There are a few bad apples in teaching. There are a few bad apples in every, every position. When I worked in customer service, we had a lot of people who were terrible. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't lay we didn't literally lie and 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 bribe and try and make it so that the people who were bad were promoted or not fired. Mm-hmm. We didn't do everything humanly possible. We didn't ignore questions when they ask us, you know, are are these people bad? We didn't say like flat out lie. We didn't mm-hmm. fire people who came forward and said that these people were bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the same thing the catholic church does they they just completely through put stuff under a rug and so so my but my dad's just basically like you don't know what the stuff they have to deal with every day and it's like it's one of those things my dad's very liberal in certain ways but i always have to remember that oh yeah he's like a six-year-old white man who lives near belinda like yeah in terms of the catholic if my parents people are writing things in the chat room about like how the catholic church did this if my parents again like a trump supporter they go it's fake news the news only talks about these very isolated because my parents get the propaganda from the catholic church so whatever propaganda from either the church or some side splinter group that they get they believe that and with no with no double no fact checking whatsoever 
no fact checking, nothing. You know, yeah. it's just that's what the letter says. We got a letter in the mail with a cross on it, so it must be true. It must, yeah. I don't know if this is weird or not, but I'm at minute twenty eight forty four on finding Prince Charming, mm-hmm. and when as soon as you mentioned the Catholic Church, the uh, red butthole started pulsing. <laughs> so I don't know if that's. Actually, that's a great segue because we have a limited time. Today. Let's get into the episode. There's actually only really two or three big uh, moments in the show. They, they stretch a lot. They, make, they, make, they do a lot of stretching Ugh. in the show. Almost- this show, this episode feels like the entire show. Can I just say that this episode feels like, I, I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what I'm in for with the entire show. Yeah, I feel the entire show moves a lot faster because it's much more uh, traditional dating show. But they, but the problem is, is I think we, you know, what it might have to be is I don't. I mean, we're gonna do it like the way I do Drew Paul's Drag Race recap. Mm-hmm. But I think going forward, what we're gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to watch the episode, write down clips, okay, and then only pull clips and analyze those clips. Does that make sense? And I'll yeah. tell you what happens in between, but. I don't think a traditional drag race recap would suffice for this, and yet I don't think it would. It was not interesting enough to like sit there through all the stupidity to do it. I'm gonna go through. I think going start with episode two on find the relevant clips from that episode and give you a brief rundown of what happened, and then like in other words, you know how you, okay, you know how in drag race recap I'm all like <clears throat> this week RuPaul falls down a flight of stairs and Alexis Michelle refuses to pick her up. Trinity goes to the moon and uh, Jasmine Masters shoots the Pope right in the face. Uh, Lori named two things. That's going to be that when I do that for finding Prince Charming, that's going to be my whole description of what happened in the episode. And then we'll just analyze clips. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can do that. I, I definitely see as we, as we, the main, well, let's get into it. And yeah, then yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll bring it Today, up. I'm going to try and find audio clips on it. I didn't have time to pull them, but so here's what we have. Um, so Robert walks into the pool party. All right. And he's wondering about Paul. He wants that to Paul. He, he feels he needs to settle scores with Paul because Paul said, and by the way, I feel that, that, Again. that he oh. lies, right? At a certain point, it comes up. He goes, like, you did say that you hate tall people and only are attracted to short people. And I'm like, he didn't say that. Stop saying that he said that. He, did he didn't say that. It. And also then Paul says it, which I feel like it's like the show is gaslighting him yes. and being like, oh, you need to really make this right. It's like he did not say well, it. Because it's, he probably doesn't. It was such a nothing comment. He probably doesn't remember. And the producers told him he said that. And you know why we know he doesn't say it? Because not once when they mention what he said, do they go back to the actual tape? Because if they went back to the tape, they would see that he didn't say it. You're right. You're right. So then, and then also there's this part where Robbie, so so Robert walks in and then Robbie's like, honey, can I make you a drink? It's really delicious. And and people are like interrupting Robbie. And and I'm like, oh, Robbie, you come off so desperate right here when you're trying to beg Robert to let him make you a drink. Yeah, that was was weird. Well, uh, I think... Cringy. Well, the pool party itself... Mm -hmm. See, I was kind of like... I will say I was a little like... I don't necessarily understand what you were talking about as far as like... we, You know, like it it can't be... um, like this gay this 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 setup is not right for the gay for this for gay men. It should just be all gay these gay men come to a villa and then just see what happens. And I was like, I kind of don't really see what the difference is. And then this pool party, I was like, oh yeah, this is like definitely 
way different than if we were watching like a bunch of straight men at a pool party with the with one woman or a bunch of straight women vice versa and it's like this is this was such a weird dynamic Mm -hmm. that i was like i got anxiety just like in any scenario i would i almost had a panic attack thinking about like what happens if i was one of these guys who was trying to vie for the for the attention of this guy i got anxiety i was like what happens if i'm robert and i have all these guys looking at me yeah like you know gogging i had anxiety i was was, it was so anxiety ridden now here's the thing is again remember I, i made the point that i think straight people made this show yes and I, this is an example. Is For there sure. this heteronormative, like, you know, like when the when the guy or the girl in a straight show takes off their shirt and then everybody ogles at their body. That's because, and this is weird, they're ogling, they're, they're admiring the body of a member of the opposite sex, which is a body that they don't have, right? And they, yeah. find, and they find sexually appealing, right? Or, but in this case, they put that same paradigm here. The problem is everybody at that pool, with the exception of a couple of people, have the exact same body. Yeah. So why would they just be like, oh my God, you know? And and it's like, and it's funny because he even says like, oh, Eric and Brandon, like Brandon has an incredible body. You know? Yeah. Oh, most of them. I think yeah. all of them do to levels. Like, I think, I think it's like you go from like great to like amazing. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody who has like a normal body. Yeah. You're right. You know, like, like, um, also what I think, but I think what, what you're saying, the point that they're making is that they're all trying to be like, hey, we might all be gay, but we're definitely only vying for this one guy. Yeah. Which is like, weird. You're right. Yeah. That's I didn't know. I wasn't making that point, but Robert takes off the shirt, and there was like, um, oh, hold on. like, oh my god, look at his body. Which again, on a straight show, that makes sense because there's one woman and twelve guys, or one yeah. guy and twelve women. They don't care about the other people. They want this one guy, and they're vying for it. You're right. We, here, why wouldn't? Um, in fact. Paul should be staring at Brandon because Brandon's little with a hot body, you know? No, that's what I, I'm saying. I'm not saying that's the point you're trying to make. I'm saying that's the point they're trying to make. Because they're they, if you notice, they didn't really necessarily show anybody really else gawking at... Like, they didn't show, like, people going, like, oh, Ro- Paul's really hot or so-and-so. They were all looking at Robert because they want to say, like, even though they're gay, they're only looking at this one guy. Which is kind of dumb because, like you said, everybody else has like a, a similar body. So yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird. Also, uh, I don't know. I I thought I thought it was just weird too, like how everybody kept going, like, "Hey, can I talk to you for a sec?" Like, have you ever seen those um, Bachelor skits on SNL? No. Where they just sit in the lawn, they just sit on a lawn chair or like a bench. And then it's just like, hey, can I talk? It's like a bunch of girls. And then Mm -hmm. it's the guy sitting next to a girl. And then every like they have like five girls. And one after the other, the girl walks up to the other girl and goes, can I talk to him for a sec? Okay. And then she sits down and says, oh, this is nice. And it always starts off that way. And then they do like a quick thing. And then another girl comes in. They go, oh, can I talk to you for a sec? Can I talk to him for a sec? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is nice. They do it Mm -hmm. over and over. That's how I felt with this is like every single time they would go, Hey, can I, can we talk for a second? It's like, Oh my God. I know. I know. 
It was ridiculous. Anyway, uh, let's move on. So, so let's actually talk about. Can I can I talk to you for a second about this, Lori? Yeah. Um, this should, is nice. We should call the show. Can we talk to you for a second? All right. Yeah. So the first person to pull Robert away is Dylan, right? And this is where I think, believe it or not, I don't know if the editors were trying to show this or not. Sam is pissed that Dylan oh, yeah. pulled Robert away. Now, Sam, I think we've seen. No, no, no. I think that they're building up to something. But I really do. And I and look. This is, I'm going to say this for the record, because maybe Sam actually might hear this, is, I don't know. This is just the way that what the interpretation I got from the editing or maybe my own projection onto it. But did you get a racist vibe from it? Oh, I think Sam is racist and I think he's a little, hom- I think he's a little like homophobic and homosexual, way. yeah. I think he, I think he's also, he's got like so much going on. Mm -hmm. And I also kind of think he's like a a Mike Lawson. I think he's kind of a sociopath Um, because, (laughs) because when he goes to talk to Robert, he's like, oh yeah, everybody's cool. I'm having a great time making a lot of friends. It's like, no, you hate everybody. Like nobody likes you and you don't like anybody. Yeah. No. And remember, remember, remember. So we saw in the preview, it's going to come out that, because they showed it in the preview for the season, that Chad hit on Eric. If I'm not mistaken, it happens the first night, like not before the pool party. And so according to the cast, according to people, members of the cast, after Chad hit on Eric, and this doesn't come out in the show, this is something they kept under wraps and they talked about in interviews after told people friends, Chad and Sam went to a, uh, a pool house where there were no cameras and fucked. And that there was serious drama that went down that first night, but there were no cameras. So oh. that's why that's why there's no cameras of Chad hitting on Sam, of on, on Eric, and all that. And but according to the people in the cast, Chad and Sam went. So this, on the day of the pool party, Chad, Chad and Sam have already fucked. If you believe what some of the cast oh, members really? are alleging, yeah. I thought it was the following day. But I don't know. Maybe uh, it is. No, I thought it was they were all drunk from that a, night. There is a scene with uh, Chad and Eric where um, they are like, um, Chad. It, well, we'll get to it. But Eric basically says what happens, and Chad's like, "Well, I I think you may think you know what happened." Like he essentially tries to gaslight him and be you like, "That's what? not." Now what that happened. you're saying that, that could be right. Maybe <laughs> maybe the cast member said it was the night of the tie. It's either that night or the it's either the night of the of the tie ceremony or the first night. I can't remember which one it is, but um, yeah, according to the cast members, Chad and and Sam have sex in a pool house at night after Chad hits. It might, you know, what now that you say that, it might be after the tie thing. You're right. Oh, uh, okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, um, I think the uh but yeah, Sam Sam's want Sam I just immediately don't like. I think he's a garbage person. Yeah. He's just so he's just so two faced. Like it's like he's one of those guys who like again, we talked about this last episode where he's like, I don't understand why these guys are here. Yeah. Like I'm obviously going to win this. So like why are you like he's angry with them. Well there's So who a- knows? He might not even be racist or homophobic. He might just be an asshole. Just be like, Why are you guys even here? There's even a part later where um, when uh, when uh, Robert gives Eric his tie, and he's and Sam says like, "Oh, that makes sense because Eric has a really nice smile, is very attractive." He's like, "Honestly, I think it's between me and Eric." And I'm like, "How did you put yourself in that category?" Yeah. yeah. Um, can I also say that I felt bad for the way that Robert treated Nick? 
Oh, I well, thought... we're gonna we're gonna get to this. Okay. We're gonna hit it one one by one. Okay, so then next, Sam pulls Robert aside, has some boring conversation with him, right? Yeah. Basically lies to his face and says that everything's great and he's yes. getting along. Yes. And then he doesn't he say he says something. Oh God, I can't remember what it was. It was something dumb. And Robert's like, I really like that he opened up with me. <laughs> I, like, Robert says the stupidest shit. Just wait till I play the Chad and Robert conversation, which is immediately after Nick, right? But okay, so then we have uh, Broadney. Okay, now they, I feel the editors really fuck Broadney because they don't want anything bad about Robert because um, Broadney pulls him aside and they have this weird coded conversation. And just spoiler alert, um, uh, Robert sends three people home. He sends home Nick, he sends home Charlie, and he sends home Broadney. And the reason I feel he sends home Broadney, and I think it's unspoken, right? Yeah. Is because Broadney, he knows Broadney knows about his past, right? Yeah. Which they're trying to keep it under wraps because Broadney's from Atlanta, and I feel in conversations we didn't see, maybe it wasn't said outright, but Broadney said, I know these people, or I know that person, and Robert puts two and two together and says, oh, he knows that I'm a a, a prostitute, and um, and by the way, someone in the, mail, in the chat room said male escort. By the way, I am all for prostitution being legal in every state. Okay, I don't think sex workers should be shamed at all. I think it's a, a a business transaction between two adults, and it's better if we regulate it so we make sure it's safe. But that said, he was a prostitute. Okay, and you can put whatever euphemism you want on it. He was a prostitute. Okay, he was a grabby grabber. Yeah, you can be like, uh, Joe, he was a male escort. Okay, he's a guy, and Laura, you don't know this, and I will find the video and show it to you. Who? You could pay him. Now, this is not a, a prostitution thing per se, but with his prostitution, you could also pay him to do webcam shows for you and he'll do whatever you want. And a guy, now, you haven't eaten, you're not anywhere, but you're going to throw up when I tell you this. I'm just going to be honest with you. And so I just want to give you a trigger warning. Are you ready? Okay. And I'm being honest. You might gag and throw up. Okay. Okay. But it's on video. Okay. This came out after the show aired, started airing. There's a video out there of someone mailed Robert a tied-up condom with that person's jizz in it, right? <gasps> I heard about this. Was that him? That's Robert. And Robert, on camera, untied it and drank the cum from the tied-up condom. Oh. That's so gross. They talked about this. Where, where were they talking about this? They talked about this on an episode of Bitch Sesh. Oh, okay. A while back. There was this guy who... Uh, um, my aunt's walking. I was going to call to her, but there was this... Because uh, we were... It was basically aunt, like... The, aunt, come over here. You got to hear this. You got to hear uh, this. It's crazy. No, she would be... I'm going to tell her. She... <laughs> no, because they had, they had a guy... They talked about a guy who did that. Uh-huh. And I was like... But I don't remember like what the exact i don't i was like why are they talking about this and it's mm-hmm. that guy they were saying that he d- he does webcams and stuff and he also didn't he do the thing where he like took a syringe filled with somebody's sperm and injected into his penis or something uh i don't think that happened no oh maybe maybe, that, maybe it's someone else guy. but no but robert robert did do that i mean there's a there's you can see robert's dick online it's not hard to find any of this stuff okay um so i have 
so I I was in I was at a meeting today for uh, summer school teachers. Yeah, and there is a teacher widely known in our in our district that, that that's been talked about, who he was found out to have had an affair with a principal, mm-hmm. and so he was at the and I only know him by name. I don't know him, I didn't know him from Adam. Mm-hmm. So he was there, and the whole time he was there, I was like, oh my god. That's the guy. And I had like this wide eyed look. And I and now as soon as I looked at Brodney, that is the exact look that Brodney has when he's talking or looking at Robert. Is like, I know your secret. I know something about you. And I don't know how to yes. how to act in yes. that scenario. And that and the conversation is super awkward. It's super like vague and guarded. Yes. Like and he's like, Are you just not a personal person? He's like, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Brodney. But I will say this. I, I feel like Brodney, in a way, was like, well, I have to be, like, I have to. Here's one of the reasons why I don't like these shows in general is mm-hmm. is there are people, A, there are people who go like, y'all shouldn't be on the show because I'm going to win. And then there are people who are like, well, you know, I'm shy when you first get to meet me, but then I open up. It's like, we don't got time for that. Yeah, you but gotta, on the you other, gotta jump okay. through the layout levels. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're one hundred percent right. But I feel that the shyness it has to do with they're knowing each other from Atlanta, right? Or running in the same circles. Two. Yeah, but then Robert's reasoning, if you okay, you're saying that and you're right. And the producer should have never cast this person, right? But on the flip side, Robert eliminate he's saying, I want to find true love, right? I want to find true love. I'm eliminating you because in the three-minute conversation we had by a swimming pool, I didn't get to know your most vulnerable side. No, I mean, uh, but in in all scenarios, this is dumb, right? There's no way that he could have made a connection with anybody. But what I'm saying is, is like the the one person that I do agree with that he should have eliminated is Brodney. When you when he he pulls Brodney aside and they're talking and he's asking questions and Brodney's just like. Mm, I don't know. Maybe and it's it's like, dude. Like, at least be somewhat forthcoming. You know, at least you don't have to be like Paul, where he gives this whole like you know backstory about mm-hmm. his relationships. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. that but but that's I'm saying you don't too. have to be like no, him, but you no. have to be at least somewhat open. And so I feel like Brodney, even like, let's say he doesn't want to, you know, to be honest with you, who cares that Robert was a male escort or yeah, a prostitute yeah. or whatever? Who cares? He's on the show. He's whatever. If Bro- maybe producers told Brodney not to mention it. Maybe. Okay, so Brodney feels like he can't mention it. Well, then you know what? Like, don't mention, like, if that really, if that really affects how you want to go about your relationship with this guy then leave the show Mm -hmm. like i feel like brodney kind of presented himself in the worst way possible because he he either could have just been like you know what i'm gonna ignore that and i'm just gonna have fun but instead he just acted like he had this huge secret that he couldn't tell anyone and it's not even really that crazy of a secret it's not but maybe the producers told him that i feel the producers try to keep it from the cast Oh, definitely. So maybe they did. And remember, in in the interview, it seems so choppy. In the on the on the exit interview, uh, Brodney says, "I just don't feel that Robert's authentic." I'm like, "Yeah, go on." And then it's like, and then it goes to some weird next statement. Like yeah. they cut away. They do a cutaway. And when they come back, it's some statement that has nothing to do. It goes like, "I don't feel Robert's authentic." He has a really it- good body, and you're like, "What?" Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was dumb. I, I, I thought I thought that that whole thing was dumb. The only thing I liked about it was 
the only thing I will say I liked about the pool party in general was just the laser f- hatred focus that Sam gave to everybody else at the pool party. Mm-hmm. And the fact that so many people were like jumping in the pool and then were like, <laughs> and then trying to get others to jump in the pool. And then like, ro- like Robbie kept trying to jump in the pool and be like, this is fun. And then would get out of the pool when he realized nobody else wanted to be in the pool. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny. Okay. So but- let's talk about it. I talked about it a little bit. What did you think of the moment where they even teased it with a commercial break? Like it's one of these things where it's, and also forget the people on the show, right? Forget the people on the show. Obviously, the audience, a majority of the audience is going to be gay men who've literally just turned off a porn where they jacked off watching a guy with a better body fuck a guy with another better body so they could watch Finding Prince Charming. And they use it as a commercial teaser like, after the break, Robert takes off his shirt. And you're like, okay. Like even I, even me, who should never take off it. Let me tell you this: I was wearing a shirt, and I was embarrassed that Jamila and George could see my body on cam yesterday. Okay, now I was oh, wearing yeah. a shirt. Can you? Oh, you agree with that? You saw? Uh, no, 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 no. I was saying I agree with how I feel the same way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I get embarrassed. I feel like I, I, I feel like whenever I, um, I feel like I need to put more clothes on. Yeah, like if yeah. somebody, if somebody next to me has their shirt off. I'm like, I need to put more clothes on. You know on. what I should I, make for both of us? You know, like when you go to like a state fair and they have like the cartoons and then people have the circles for the face and you put it in there. I think I need to make one for me and you where we just put our face in that circle during the the, the episodes when we do the cam. And yes. then it's just like it's like thin people sitting on a computer with our face in it. Yes. And, and it's it, just a beach bod. And I will say yeah. this. I will say this. I, I Robert is a very attractive man. He is. He is. But, Objectively speaking, he is. He's very but handsome. The lead up to him taking off his shirt. Yes. I, I, I don't feel like his body cashed the check that that lead up wrote. Like, I feel like he he was his his body's good. It's fine. But I mean, when he took off his shirt, I was expecting like chiseled, like bam, 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 like chiseled abs, yeah. like all this stuff. And it's like, it's just a, it's a flat stomach. It's an yeah. attractive body, but it's yeah. not anything to write home about. And like I said, Brandon's body, Brandon, who is a contestant, was 10 times more of that. Does that make I sense? I would say, to be honest with you, give Nick a fake tan. Give him a realistic fake tan. Torso it off. Yeah. Put him, put him and only torso, because obviously you could tell from tattoos, mm-hmm. but only put hit, hit Nick and and Robert's torso together, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. No, you're right. I honestly think you would go, you wouldn't be, you'd be like, uh, I don't know. But they, yeah. they kept making Nick feel like such crap no, because and he was Nick, sweating. And Nick's body, yeah, because he was sweating. By the way, he's sitting in the sun Directly on camera. in the sun. Yes. And Ugh. it's like, of course I would sweat. And they're sweating. Like, it's just, he's just announcing it. I just, I don't know. Let I me just say so what we're talking about. Nick. So this contestant named Nick, who's a skinny white guy, like... He's who's, attractive. Who's a very nice looking guy, right? If he was at any pool party, you'd be like, oh, look at that nice looking guy, right? You wouldn't be yeah. like, oh, yeah, right? But that's the problem with this show. The problem with this show is either it's home, it's one of two people who make this show homophobic uh, women with drinking their white wine spritzers, or it's um, equally homophobic West Hollywood gym body, you know, gym bunny uh, old gay men. 
right? It's one of the two groups. And so to them, to be a skinny white guy with a, a mildly receding hairline and kind of a big nose, by the way, none of this offensive looking, very attractive, no. is like the worst thing in the world. And we're going to make a clown of him on this show. And because he's he's the little you know um, dweeb who gets to talk to the amazing Robert. Meanwhile, this Nick is 20 times smarter. Yeah. 20 times more interesting. But then what pisses me off is that they cut it so that they don't really show any of the conversation. They just show him constantly apologizing for sweating so much. Well, you know what's and so it, funny? You know what's so funny? Because I, I, I pulled, I, not I didn't pull, I, I, I noted the timestamp for this clip, you know? And uh, you're going to hear some uh, random audio right now because uh, I'm pulling it. But um, let me pause this music. Okay. Wait, stop. Okay, and then because then immediately after the Nick conversation, which by the way Nick's is tr- Nick's trying. Okay, Nick is fucking trying. In fact, you know I'll even play the Nick conversation right here. It leads I into my. I will say Nick's. Nick. Nick is doing what Robert keeps saying he wants yes! out of the pool party. Yes, and then yes! when he and then and then Robert hates it. Now, by the way, and, I, and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it playing. This is what I'm talking about for the new format of the show. This is a whole clip we're gonna play right through, and I'm gonna tell you that that Nick is um. Like what Robert wants, and then Robert says, "I don't have a connection." And then he has literally one of the dumbest conversations with Chad. It is so oh my fucking God. dumb, and Robert is swooning, and it is the fuck. You're gonna hear it. It is the fucking dumbest conversation. I if and I'm. This is what you fucking want, you motherfucker. I hate you. Go drink your cum out of a condom. All right, here we go. I'm dying. Okay, here we go. Dead. Hold on, down. Okay, by the way, he they're dying. All of them great body. Paul has a fantastic body, right? And they're yeah. all like, oh, I'm dead looking at Robert's body as he gets in the pool. That's what they're talking about. Everyone here. here is thirstier than Tara Reid in rehab, honey. Okay. Thirstier okay. than Robert getting a cum-filled bag. Yeah, know. after he yeah. All right. Also, do you have to put that on ice? Like, wouldn't you worry that hardens? That's what like, I would having... think, too. I, I know, I know. All right, so here we go. Nick is cautiously approaching Robert here. Robert's sitting by himself in the pool. And Nick is cautiously approaching him. Here we go. Hi. Takes his off. flops off. I'm totally intimidated to talk to Robert. Why? I'm at some liquid By motivation. The way, to build- I'm looking at him right now. Totally nice looking guy. Cute. I would say he, I would say if, if, if he's a cutie, mm-hmm. I would say he, he would kill it. Yeah. If, if he, he came up to me at a bar and like bought me a drink, I would not say no. No. And I wouldn't say no either. Yeah. Build up my courage. I'm sweating way too much. I apologize. <laughs> By the way, he's sweating. He's a first of all. Why are you apologizing for sweating? But he two, is not sweating way too much. And also, I would be if anything. I would make a comment that nobody else is sweating enough. Like, oh, you guys must be really like dehydrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and also, by the way, maybe he's like me. When I drink alcohol, I get hot. I do. I get hot and I have to pee a lot. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Here we go. So now, so this is the conversation. Here we go. And by the way. If Robert was a normal human being, he would he would understand the situation. Okay, here we go. It really, really is. I'm a sweater anyway. I apologize. It's our first. Yeah, do you think Robert is so stupid that he thinks he's actually calling himself a, an article of clothing? Yes, I bet you. Yeah. It's. He goes. Did he just call himself a sweater? Did he say he's a sweater? Uh, like he, he looked, sweat. He, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I don't think you can be a sweater. I think yeah. you have to either wear one or. Yeah. I don't. You know. You look like a human being to me. All right, here we go. Elimination tonight, so I need to figure out who I have connection with. Okay. And right now, Nick is totally dripping sweat. These are Nick, what a fucking asshole! Nick is dripping sweat. 
I don't have a connection with him. Fuck him. All right. Also, what frustrates me about this whole scenario is it's not is not who do I have a connection with. It's yeah. who do I find attractive. Exactly. And they don't want to say that because they don't want him to yeah. seem vapid. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. He just wants to pick people he finds attractive. Exactly. Here we go. Sorry, this is like yeah. a mess. I apologize. Uh, Robert hadn't seen the spray on abs yet. Okay. And I'm hoping I never have to show him. So you're from Atlanta, I heard? Have you ever been to New Jersey? I have. Have you? Where? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's about an hour north from, from where I am. In Hamilton. Okay, totally normal conversation, but they're they're playing that music. Like, he's a fool, right? And right yeah. now where I'm cut to, they're cutting to Dylan uh looking at him like he's a crazy person by the way i'm sure dylan was looking at something else if they just cut that in it's a reaction shot that no that's broadney oh you're right it is broadney um but broadney could be looking at something else right but they are making it seem like broadney is just so embarrassed for nick all right here we go yeah yeah i can see myself living maybe overseas maybe okay. back in new york yeah maybe <laughs> hamilton in jersey <laughs> yeah cute little flip you know like Oh, like, ha, ha, ha. I don't think he yeah. really means no. you should come back and live in Hamilton, New Jersey. You know? Yeah. But no, they're making like, doo, 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 doo. you know, like, he's a dummy. Right? Ugh, fuck them. All right. Okay. And now it's awkward. Okay. Now it's awkward. Now this is where Chad comes in, right? Now remember, Robert says he doesn't have a connection, but he has a connection with Chad. Listen to this. This is where Chad comes in. Here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just as my conversation with Robert is really taking off, Chad swims over, and I thought, I'll be gracious. Well, I no, no, no. You know what? It's totally cool. Yeah, Why don't you guys spend some time together? Yeah. All that right. That was the perfect hashtag. Mr. Principal. <laughs> Mortified. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't mean it that way. Wow. By the way, remember, if I don't remember, uh, Chad said he was hashtag flexible, and Robert goes, that was the perfect hashtag. Ha <laughs> ha, hashtag flexible. <laughs> and then Chad, it's hard, to see, it's hard to hear. And then Chad goes, uh, I'm mortified that I said that. I didn't mean it that way. All right. Here yeah, yeah, right. Here we go. Chad is a lot like me. An idiot? Yeah. A yeah. prostitute? He's <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was all. I mean, I smelled his breath, and it smelled like cum. It smelled like yeah, day old cum. Yeah, like day old cum. I wonder whose it was. And then they cut to a reaction shot of Sam. That should be the new name of our show: Day Old Cum. <laughs> day Old Cum. Here we go. Full and goofy and flexible. He, he is. He's goofy, and he makes a flexible uh, joke. Well, I think I think you you said last episode, I believe. That hot guys think they're goofy when they take their shirts off. Yeah. And I think that's basically all he knows goofy to be. Oh, I'm so goofy. I'm taking my shirt off. And I said hashtag flexible. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, flexibility is good. It's really good at times. You're very pretty eyes. Thank you, too. Like, that's the conversation Chad says to him. You have pretty eyes. By the way, Brandon is sitting right next to Chad. Fucking gorgeous. Fucking Brandon also is like, <laughs> but that's the thing that's hilarious is like they do a pan out for this and so Brent so Chad it's just Nick and and Robert right then Chad comes over mm-hmm. and right behind Chad is Brandon then they pan out and it's like everybody's over there it's like, let me Jesus see let me Christ. see. You too, Mr. Flexible. <laughs> See, he, Robert loves that hashtag flexible joke. He think he's mentioned it three times in this one minute conversation. Oh yeah, he loves it. He thinks it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Just call me Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, then everybody's there's Robbie, there's Dylan, and then in the background, who is that? 
Uh, Sam, actually. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm talking. All right. So anyway, that, so that there's that whole thing. All right. Uh, and then uh, oh, so then Brandon has a conversation with Robert. Okay, and I think Robert's being really passive aggressive. Okay, towards Brandon, and I want you to hear this conversation. Okay. <laughs> I will say this whole thing is just weird because it's like, it's like, imagine yourself at a pool party, just hanging out, mm-hmm. you know, and some guy goes, Hey, can I pull you over to the side just to talk to you for a second? Yeah. You're like, okay. It's like, so I was abandoned by my family when I was 16 for being gay. And I was, I was like, what? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just I'm still find to, it so odd. I'm just on my way to get some chips and guac. Um, like, yeah. Hey, can I talk to you so for a second? Okay, yeah. so my ex-boyfriend killed himself last November. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just heading out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But quickly, uh, my, my ex-boyfriend headed out the door permanently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, guys. Hey, I got to go. So uh, it was great. And I'll see you tonight at the tie ceremony. See you later, hey, everybody. Hey, Joe. Joe, yeah. Yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's real up? quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Before you get in the car. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was sexually assaulted by two of my uncles. <laughs> Uh, when I was four years old, and I uh-huh. feel like it really shaped my the way that I view love and attention, mm-hmm. and I just really feel like you need to know that because I really I feel like we have a connection. And I want to also I have a tattoo on the on um, the inside of my stomach uh-huh. um, that was given to me by a doctor who's yeah. now who's now been arrested. So I just I think you should know that. Well, um, I, I appreciate you sharing that with me, but uh, and I and I and I want to believe you. The problem is, yesterday you told me that. You don't like Mexican food, and I'm Mexican. Oh no! I said that I've had only had Mexican food twice because I live in a rural country because I was uh, yeah. kidnapped when I was twelve, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, I the the two times I've had Mexican food has just made me sick. I didn't say that I, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what I did? I did yeah. say I didn't like Mexican right. food. And then also, yeah. I think it's weird that you you I'm leaving right now. You didn't tell me this when I was, you know being hounded by 500 you know 25 other guys but whatever all right talk well, to you soon but time right. ceremony okay. time ceremony bye gotta go all right i feel yeah. like we made a connection i think it's between <laughs> you and someone all right so here so this is what Lori's talking about here's brandon's athletic with handsome. robert now right here robert's talking about brandon about how he's athletic and handsome by the way you're seeing if you i don't know where you are frozen Lori. uh Lori, but brandon is walking ahead of robert Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I would be staring at that creature walking across. He is so incredibly hot. All right. But oh, night, yeah. it seemed like Brandon was talking to everybody else but me. So Okay. He's about the the so wait, hold on. This is my favorite part. He goes, "Last night it seemed like Brandon was talking to everybody else but me." You were undercover. He didn't know you were Prince Charming. Oh my god. He didn't yeah. know you were Prince Charming. He didn't know. Also, he introduced himself to you. Yes. You didn't talk to him. Yes. You know, like, what was he supposed to do? Talk to everybody on the off chance that one of them might be Prince Charming? Yes. That is the dumb. He is such a fucking idiot. I can't stand him. And then he uses uh, it to judge these people. Again, wrong, <laughs> wrong thing that he was trying to judge them for. Mm-hmm. He was. Spe- he said specifically that he was judging them to see if they were going to be on the show for the right reasons. Yes. And and then and then he uses all this other stuff. I know as as fuel to ugh. yeah, but the shortcoming. And then he didn't talk to him enough. All right, let's listen to this conversation. Well, I'm a little concerned. Super attracted to and that's so, a- 
Brandon says to Robert, I'm super attracted to you. And then Robert cuts him off. He goes, that's and this is where he gets passive aggressive. Watch. Here we go. Great way to get to know someone. You're attracted to them. So let me let me ignore them. What the fuck? Robert says that's a great way to if you're attracted to them, you ignore them. You're not. But, he didn't know you were Prince Charming. You idiot. But he said, also said that to Bronny. Remember when they were when they were meeting up? He goes, oh, so I've seen you around. You just shy. Like because he yes. didn't introduce himself. It's like, yes. did he was he supposed to know that at some point he's going to be on a competition <laughs> show where he'd be vying for your attention? <laughs> every single time I go to the gym, I walk up to every woman at the gym and go, hey, my name is Lori. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Just on the off chance that yeah. at some point in the future, we are going to be on a dating competition mm-hmm. show and I'm going to have to vie for their attention. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fucking crazy. This show, ugh. He's such a fucking idiot. All right, here we go. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Michigan. Okay. How's your family? So that's an involved conversation. Yeah. That's an involved conversation. This is right here by, by the pool when I have three minutes with you. That's a, Yeah, that's an involved conversation. So I'm just going to dive into uh, it. Okay. Although, you know what? I will say I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's a long story. So long story short, I was five <laughs> years old. Uh, we have time. 16 for being gay. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Um, do you think it's awkward for Robert at that point? He's like, ooh, awkward. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's like... I mean, to be honest with you, this is like this is like 18th date stuff. This yes, is like yes, yes, afterwards, yes. you know, and it's like that. It, I would say that's an involved conversation, but just needless to say, you know, I I, I have I have a family and I, I see them often. You mm-hmm. know, it's not the you know, and just move on. And then and then once you get to know them and let it open up about. But I just I don't know. I just think it's so crazy that he's like, yeah, it's it's an involved story. So I was abandoned by my family when I was 16. And it's like, oh, so you're going to tell the story now. Yeah, That's yeah. the story. Mm-hmm. It it's, was the most profound experience. My best friend and his mom uh, took me in. My parents signed power of attorney over them. And so they're my family that, like, yeah. I talk to the people that I, you know, go home to the holidays for. You know what? Yeah, you're right. At this stage, I would just say, like, oh, yeah, my family, I have this guy, but blah, blah, blah. Like, I, we really seem like they live in this. I wouldn't even mention yeah. the other family yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. No, my brother just got married, and, like, he's gay, too. And it's a um, big gay Disney wedding. But see, like, even there, it's like, well, is that your brother from, yes. like, your family? Yes. Or, or your is that brother. your brother from, like, your best friend's family? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. You're right. Sexy. You know, a beard is very sexy. Okay. Okay. This sums up Robert to a T. So <laughs> I just finished telling you that his family abandoned him and he's living. And the go to for Robert is. <laughs> He's very attractive. I mean, a bur- beard is just sexy. <laughs> I guarantee you he didn't hear a goddamn thing that that, that guy said. Yeah. Oh, my God. A little facial hair, a little ruggedness. <laughs> I'm into a guy. That's a guy. Okay. I hate that. Goes, I, I honestly thought that was like a dumb statement. A guy who's a guy, that doesn't make any sense. To a All guy, that's good. a guy. And then you hear Eric go, hi. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi, everyone. Which, by the way, you know, I don't even know this. I like I like masculine guys too, but I find femme guys very, very sexy. In fact, there were some little like struts that Robbie was doing across the pool. That I was like, "Oh, bitch, you're killing me," you know. Yeah. So Eric went the hi. I loved. Oh, uh, you think he's? I think his little gay personality is so so hot. All right, yeah. so let's move on. So we're gonna skip a, a few. It's actually not that long. It's only about a minute. 
But this is okay. <sighs> Are we going to Eric in his conversation? Because I don't really feel that. No, 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 no. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm skipping it. I'm skipping okay. it to where Paul is talking to somebody, and oh, Danique. Yeah, he's talking to Danique, and this is at the 38 minute 40 second mark. Right, and let's look at this. Listen to this conversation. More and more nervous as the day goes on that I sabotage myself. How? And Danique says, "Oh, how? How did you sabotage yourself?" Meanwhile, that bartender's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Here we go. The part, yeah, I guarantee the bartender's like trying to listen, but also not trying to listen. Yeah, she's like trying to make her fourth, you know, uh, strawberry daiquiri of the the hour. Here we go. Yeah. Making the stupid comment about the fact that all of my exes have been. 5'11 or under. Now, by the way, Paul actually gets it right. He just says yeah. that his all of his exes have been 5'11 and under. He says, that was a stupid comment. No, it was not stupid. No. It was just a fact. It was just a fact. If I if I honestly told, if I, if God forbid, mm-hmm. knock on wood, Star mm-hmm. and I break up, mm-hmm. and I was out with a date with an Asian girl, yeah. and I said, oh yeah, all of my all of my relationships have been with Mexican women, mm-hmm. and Mexican or white women, mm-hmm. if she were like, oh, well, does that mean you don't like Asian women? I'd be like, no, that doesn't no. mean that. Why would, <laughs> that's obviously not what I meant. Mm-hmm. It's just so, people are so dumb. All right. <sighs> so I hate, I hate yeah, this. So then Danique's like, I think you're fine. Okay, so that's that's that comment. So now what we're gonna do is okay. Oh, okay. I do it's got me so mad right here. Got me so mad for the for the chubby guy. So there's a guy named Charlie who you don't see much, okay? But there's a guy named Charlie. He's kind of like a bear cub, maybe, and he is in the pool with Robert. Um right now it's just a, a cut scene right here. So now Robert's talking to Charlie. Charlie has a beard. He's an, again, nice looking guy. And Robert's telling him, you have the most amazing blue eyes, by the way. All right. And they have to put subtitles because it's hard to hear, but I'll read it for you guys. He says, you have the most amazing blue eyes, by the way. They're piercing. And Charlie says, and then Charlie says to him, they like you. Okay. Very, very charming. Very cute comment. Robert, Robert acknowledges that. All right. Here we go. Robert says that's cute. Okay. Now this is important. This is important. Robert asks him, and you're gonna it's gonna be hard to hear. He asks, How are you getting along with the guys? Robert asks him, How are you getting along with the guys? And keep in mind that Sam, who's starting the most shit with everybody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lied, completely both face lied, and just said, Oh yeah, I'm getting along great with everybody. Yes, and as we know, something happened that night. Where it's been very, very bad, and then also we, we, we even remember we saw Sam confronting Robbie and telling him to put on a dress and stuff like that. Yeah, Sam yeah. got all in Robbie's face we, about nothing. Yeah, we've even seen that. Charlie saw that, and that's just what we saw. That's yeah. just what we saw. All right, here we yeah. go. Yeah. I think it's a very eye-opening experience. So Charlie says, I think it's a very eye-opening experience, and he's watching his words. Um, there are people who, like, deliberately try and get under other people's skin. Charlie says there are people here who are trying to get other under people's who are trying to get under other people's skin, which, as we saw, I mean, we've seen evidence of this with Sam attacking Robbie, okay? Yeah. And that's what he, he doesn't say, Sam. He just says, There are people. There are people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Okay. For their own advantage. For their own advantage, Robert's like, oh, yeah, uh huh. I'm kind of disappointed. Now, listen to what fucking Robert says in the confessional. Listen to this. Yeah, this I'm kind of disappointed. Because I was having an amazing time in the pool. I don't need Charlie telling me about drama in the house. You fucking asked him. You asked him. You asked him. What? And then also, it's like, what? You asked Rob how's your family and he goes on this or brandon how's your family goes on this whole freaking diatribe about how his family was abandoned him at 16 and that was fine yeah because he had a beard that you liked yes yes all right here we go and then charlie says right now i'm about to like throw somebody under the bus you're gonna hear that right now but it's gonna be hard to hear that's like (laughs) and robert laughs it's really causing us to not connect I'm feeling good. I think that I... And then Charlie just doesn't get it. He just swims away. I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. He is a cute guy. He's very cute. He's, again, one of those guys who, like, if you saw at a bar, you'd be like, that guy's guy's pretty. Yeah. Okay, then what you're going to say... He does have great eyes. He does have great eyes. We're going to jump to the next part. This is my... It might be one of my favorite parts in the entire run of the show. We've already teased it, Okay. But um, oh, is this the Paul thing? This is the Paul thing. It's one of my. It's, it, like, oh it, like, my in fact, I barely remember the show. Okay, but I remember when I when I was thinking about redoing. Let me just tell everyone who's listening. When I was thinking of redoing this show, okay, because I had done it before, it was this moment right here that we're going to listen to. Okay. Um. That I was, this is the moment I wanted to reanalyze, okay? So what happens is, first of all, Paul, Robert bitches, either in a confessional or to somebody, that obviously Paul doesn't like him because Paul didn't make time for him um, to talk to him, okay? So then Robert announces, all right, guys, I'm leaving to get ready for the tie ceremony. And Paul gets this, like, really, like, nervous look on his face. And Robert starts walking through the house. And then Paul chases after him. Now, the reason I'm, I'm telling you is because it gets cut in half by a commercial break. So now this is after the commercial break. They've summed up what just happened. Paul chased him into the house. And we're going to hear now. You might hear Nick for a little bit. But we're going to hear what happened when Paul chases Robert in, into the house. Here we go. All right. Here we go. I. This is Paul. Said something last night that wasn't reflective of what I actually feel. That's like something somebody would say if they used the N word or an yes. anti Jew comment. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. Hey, I'm sorry. I really need to reflect. Yeah, I was really drunk, and I don't really hate black people or Jews or something like that. Yeah, All right here we go. But let's see what it is. What it has to say. Maybe that's what it is. Hold on. But we had all day to spend with each other and i don't know why you think you don't need to be as vulnerable as everybody else is being you think you don't need to be i don't get it okay which <laughs> also it's like it's you didn't have all day there were other people vying for your attention yeah, it's not yeah. like you were just hanging out by the pool going hey, brandon was like hey can i talk to you and you were like hey paul brandon wants to talk to me do you have anything to say about that yeah no it was it was, it was cuckoo bananas okay here we yeah. go it's our first elimination tonight, so yeah. I was hoping to have some one-on-one time with everybody to yeah. figure out who I have the connection with. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like come and talk to me. This is the thing that, like, this is the moment. This is the thing that, like, you are reaching across the aisle, going like, "This is how I'm going to show you how much I like you." Mm-hmm. This is the story Paul chooses to tell. Mm-hmm. 
This is the cho- I, oh, oh, I know. What, I, I, we're going to talk about this. So I'm concerned. I'm, I'm thinking about why. I, I guess. Because now Paul's like, I have to be vulnerable. What's my vulnerable story? Which we're going to hear it right now and then I have what to say after he says it. But I'm going to let it kind of play through. Here we go. The part that is missing. Uh... Which, by the way, Paul's just making this. Not making it up. It's a true story. But Robert is forcing him to make a connection that's probably not yeah. true. Yeah. He was saying, he basically saying, you were not vulnerable. I need to see you be vulnerable. Yeah, and Paul's re- like, all right, well, what do I have that's depressing? Yeah, here we go. Because that's apparently uh, how guys feel they can only be vulnerable yeah. if they talk about depressing shit. Yeah, here we go. Is that my um, my ex passed away uh, this past Thanksgiving. Ugh, it's so gross. Um, and I have had a really hard time opening my heart um, up since then. It's now. By the way, I don't know if you know this, Lori. They weren't dating when the when the ex died. That's why he calls him his ex. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, because before he said before when he first. I always say last episode, but it's just earlier in the episode. He said that his fiance yeah. died. Mm-hmm. That his fiance, and now he's referring to him as his ex. And I was yeah. like, well, you don't really say ex if it's a if you were dating. You yeah. say like my late fiance or something. Yeah. Yeah, so. There we go. I'm sorry to hear that. It's, thank you. My ex came out when he was 18, mm-hmm. and he was ostracized a lot. I, I just pause right there. Paul is so much taller than uh, Robert. That scar yes. never healed for him. He spent his whole life... Because most people are shorter than Paul. Yeah. Trying to because, prove... Yeah. To, yeah, because Paul is six foot four. ...to everyone around him that he was good enough to be here. On Thanksgiving of last year, and he decided. Average to height take his for a man line. is five eleven. What'd you say? Average height for a man is five eleven. Yeah, and by the way, until so Paul just announced that on Thanksgiving of, of the year before, he killed himself. All right. That's the hardest thing that I've ever experienced, and I, I finally think that I'm ready to start putting myself out there again. Well, thank you. Imagine if you're related to Paul's ex. Ugh. And you're watching this Fakakta show with this Paul, right? And you see him to remain on another episode of this show. He throws your relative as a pawn for the reality show to use. Can you yeah. imagine? He's meant. He's meant. He mentioned it right out of the gate. Yeah. I mean, imagine you're 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 Barry because. I guarantee you, he must have been going through auditions when this happened, mm-hmm. or shortly after this. So mm-hmm. your son just dies, or you know, your friend just dies, and then his ex goes, "Hey, I'm also going to be in a dating show." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like what? Yeah. All right. uh, yeah. I yeah. just I, also these guys want to have sex with you, like. I don't understand this whole this whole thing. It's like, oh wow, I'm so sorry to hear about your ex fiance. Well, I guess I feel better about sticking my dick in you now. So yeah, it's so gross. These are horrible, horrible people. I understand what you're saying now. I don't think he does. No, Paul he does. took a risk. I guarantee you, I would I would give you my next paycheck mm-hmm. if if somebody literally played him that scene and goes, I want you to explain to me what just happened. <laughs> Uh, if we could find him yeah. if we could find him and say I want, I'll play you this scene I uh-huh. will give you my paycheck <laughs> well, it's not going to be a lot it's going to be like maybe a thousand dollars but I will give you my paycheck and you tell me uh-huh. 
exactly what happened in this episode. And and if <laughs> I guarantee you he wouldn't be able to do it. Right, here we go. He's ready for a relationship, but I'm just glad that he was honest with me about it. So I'll see you later. All right. So that's it. That's the end of that scene. It's such a gross, gross, gross scene. Okay. Now, so what we cut to then is that night, everyone's getting ready. Paul decides to wear a special suit. Now, for some reason, I, I, I made a note of this clip. Let me go there. I don't know why, though. Also, can I just can I just say how dumb it is that I don't know if maybe the person who thought of it, like Carol who was the person who was in charge of the goodbye ceremony mm-hmm. was like, I got a great idea, guys. We give ties, <laughs> we give ties out. And then every single time, cause it just took for fucking ever for him to put on everybody's tie. It was like, anytime they did it, they had to like, then pop the collar, mm-hmm. do the tie to, you know, make sure it fit correctly. It's like, could you, what? Just give him like a lapel flower, so you know. Yeah, I know. What? It's, it, it, I, and it looks all weird on them. And then Brandon's not even wearing a suit; he's wearing like a polo shirt and shorts. And he yeah, has, he has a tie with a polo shirt. Okay, I remember what the clip is. This is Robert talking to Lance. Lance is Lance Bass is going over the who Robert has in his mind about who he wants to be there. Listen as he analyzes each of the people that he's kind of considering to either send home or keep. It's so dumb. Here we go. That's it's so to dumb. me the most important thing. Yeah, he's talking about what yesterday, most everyone was really nervous, and today yeah. everyone was themselves. So right, I appreciated that. We looked the best in our swimsuit. He doesn't I want to say. I won't say. Come on, you gotta. I'm not gonna tell anybody. All of them did. All of them. <laughs> it's two robots talking to each other. Tonight's the hard part. All right, here we so go. We're at, we're at 13 guys right now. I'm gonna have to make you get rid of three. Yeah. Here we go. This is where he's gonna tell why he likes. It's gonna be very tough to eliminate three guys that yeah. I spent time with mm-hmm. and opened up to me and were very vulnerable to me. Yeah. Do you feel like you know the guys that probably will be going home right now, or are you still calculating this in your head? You know, I'm still thinking about it, but. I definitely have a few guys that I'm questioning. Right, here we go. Um, Paul, Paul. From the beginning, he said he didn't like guys that were over, you know, five uh, eleven. No, nope, oh. he did not. No, he never said that. Never said oh. that. You fucking liar. He never, ever said that. I want to start a campaign just to create a shirt, just to send to him. Figure out like a PO box that he yeah. says. Can we start a GoFundMe or something? Yeah. To send a shirt to Robert to say mm-hmm. Paul did not say that he won't take somebody yeah. under five, five yeah. over five eleven, yeah. and just send it to him signed. You know, every but every human being who's seen the show. Yeah. All right, here we go. Also, because of what happened to his ex, I think that maybe he's not ready for a relationship. Oh, All that you decided that for him, and I didn't want him to make a decision before I told him. Right. The clip. Who cares? I mean, to be honest, with you, I don't think anybody on this show is ready for a relationship. That's honest. That's yeah, they're on, a, they're on a real reality dating show. Here we go. Lance asks, "Who else? Who else might be on the bottom tonight?" Um, I was thinking Brandon. I mean, I don't know if he's here for me or if he's here just to have fun, you know, a little summer vacation. But I really need to figure out exactly what he's doing here. Going. He's on a reality dating show. Like you. Yeah, like He's, you. Also, you know what would have been really fun for you to do when you were undercover trying to figure out why people were there? Mm-hmm. For you to figure out why people were there. That yeah. would have been fun. That, true. And also, couldn't Brandon say, I mean, relationships are a two-way street, you know? So couldn't Brandon say, like, wow, he is talking and fucking so many of these guys. I, wa- I wonder if, if Robert's really here for me. Why is there this Robert is on a pedestal and you have to be there? You should be there for each other. What a fucking yeah. gross narcissist. Fuck you, Robert Sepulveda. All right, go on. 
that, well, that's all dating shows, though. I, know. I mean, that's that's dating shows in general, where it's like you know the guy or the girl, whoever's the the one that everybody's vying for, mm-hmm. is like, oh, I you know, I really want to make sure that they're there for the right reasons. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. they're tongue kissing everybody in the show. Yeah, but at least in a weird heteronormative way, it kind of works because there's only one option, right? But know. I mean, technically, there's only one option. Well. For the show. Yeah, because they could date other people. Yeah, for the show. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. work in this case here. I know that Brandon. I did my best okay. to have time with him. And I don't think he'd be careless enough to dismiss someone before he's gotten to know them. Yeah. When I went out <laughs> to him by the pool, that was like the most aggressive I've ever been. Char- Today Charlie. in the pool, Charlie talked to me about, you know, he thinks that maybe some guys aren't here for the right reasons. But yeah. he's supposed to be here for our relationship. That ex- you asked him the question. Oh my you god! Horrible this human fucking being. guy. He just answered the question, right? Strange. Like, Charlie, Charlie thinks everything. I could, you could just tell that he he's picking people, finding excuses, and picking yeah, people yeah. for that reason because it's like it, 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 it. Honestly, nobody answered his questions the way mm-hmm. he wanted wanted them to. But depending on how the person looked, he mm-hmm. was okay with it. Yeah. Here we go. Put us on a more level playing field. Cup it, cup it. Well, this could be a good match. You know, Atlanta, very good. Oh, they're talking about Rodney here. But <laughs> I don't know why he has his walls up. Uh, yeah. Not able yeah, because he knows you're a prostitute and drink cum out of condoms. Take that as me being closed off. Hmm, whatever. Well, Robert. All right, so that's then the Then don't end of that. go on a dating show, Rodney. Yeah. You know, if you have walls up, if you're a private person, don't go on a goddamn dating show. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So then what happens is all the guys line up by the pulsating uh, red asshole. Yeah. And they stand there. They're all sweating because it's probably because they filmed this in the summer. So it's probably 100 degrees and they're in suits. They're all in suits. Meanwhile, you know, magically Robert's not mentioning the goddamn sweating now. No. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's not mentioning the sweating. And they're all in suits and under the lights and stuff like that. I'm sure they're and they're nervous, too. Uh, And then the big, you know, there's like you're fired or uh, will you accept this rose or, you know, all these reality shows have their. This one is will you wear this tie? And then yeah, Robert Ackley puts the ties on them. I guarantee you, whoever came up with that was like, this is so great. Yeah, it's so this great. This is so great. Robert sounds extra robotic. Okay. Yeah. And um, he sends home Brodney, which we discussed. He sends home Charlie, which is bullshit. And he sends home Nick, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. I felt bad for Charlie and Nick. I, fish- I think I officially felt bad for Charlie because Charlie had this like... You know, and hindsight's twenty twenty, and they the way they edit it. But he had this attitude, like, "Yeah, we really made a connection," and I feel awful for him that you know it didn't turn out the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I hope wherever he is, he's he's found happiness. And the same with Nick, mm-hmm. Brodney. I don't know, Brodney. I feel like there's something off about him. I feel mm-hmm. like Brodney. He first off, he goes on a dating show, and then he says that he's a private, closed-off, shy person. It's like, well, then don't go on a dating show. Yeah. But secondly, you know, he might have had a secret that he had to carry with him because yeah. he knew Robert. So, yeah. So they have to go home, and then now it's on to the next episode. Everybody's happy. They say goodbye, and then they show the preview for next week. Which oddly, editors make a mistake and put Charlie in the previews for the remaining season. That's uh, what I thought too. Yeah. I was like, they put. Charlie okay. doesn't come back. I can tell you. Spoiler alert: Charlie okay. does not come back. It's an editing but mistake. Then, one thing I do love mm-hmm. was that they talk about um, uh, they they show that they paint paint a sidewalk. 
All right. Well, on it's that like, note, we, we Robert look, has nothing else going on. He yeah, is no, that's all he has. Another goddamn sidewalk. Yeah, Laurie. <laughs> um. So here's the thing, Laurie. Um. Is um. Sorry for a second. Uh, we finished the episode. We fi- five episodes later, Woo-hoo. we finally finished the episode. I told you how we're going to structure the show from now on, and uh, it's great. So I can't wait to talk to you next week where we continue to dis. You know, I usually discuss, dissect, and deconstruct. Just dis uh, the horrible gay reality show, Finding Prince Charming. We finish in time for you to go to your meeting, Lori. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Lori Roggenkamp has two other podcasts. The first is the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, and the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Picklemyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz, that's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast.